This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where for 10 years we've been <laughs> cooking something delicious, eating it all, and you not having any. <laughs> What? I don't think that was grammatical. And you, and you, and you not can't, have any. can't have been having it. Anyway, <laughs> you, uh, Matthew, I, Me? Can't, I can't believe we're here. I can't believe we're here either. Uh, luckily, I mean, everything is pretty much the same as it was when we started. Nothing interesting has happened. You're living in the same then. place. That's true. This is I'm, the same studio. I'm living in a different place. That's true. We moved in uh, 2011. Uh-huh, and that's so, the most interesting thing that's happened to you it, since then. Uh, yeah. Definitely the most interesting thing that's happened to me. Is this memory lane, by the way? I have a different spouse. Yeah. And um, yeah, but, I mean, like, just just one. Yeah, just just one. I'm still not married to Matthew. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, still, we, we there was a brief period where we accidentally remember we, we became common law podcast spouses, but then we had to get that annulled so that you could marry Ash. I thought that it was the kind of thing where, like, if you take care of somebody else's property for X number of years, oh, it becomes your it property. Becomes, yeah, and, squatters' rights. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so you now own my dining room. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, I, I showed that I devoted sufficient resources to. You're, you're to absolutely right. Nothing. I, the law is the law. Anyway, so today we're doing something that we've never done before. And may never, well, no, we'll do it again on the 20th anniversary episode. I can't wait to see where we are then. Yeah. Who we are then. It's going to be great. Anyway, today we are revisiting our very first episode, Fried Eggs. Yeah. Which I can tell you I have not listened to since it came out. I I did at one point, I think because I was using it as an, as an example for a podcasting class or panel or something on what not to do. Oh. So, but well, I certainly haven't listened to it recently and I'm very scared. Uh, I, I think that it was producer Abby's idea. Was right. it that I we so. um, that we do like a running commentary of our first episode uh, for this episode? Right. So like sort of mystery science theater style. We've never done this before. I don't and know I don't what know mystery how it's science work. theater was. Mystery science theater is a TV show where like some people and some robots watch a bad movie and talk over it and make jokes. 
Oh, are we able to talk over our show? We are, but I think probably we should pause it because I think actually like talking over our own voices would be even worse than just <laughs> replaying the fr- okay. original Friday okay. episode. Okay, so Matthew, let's make some predictions. What do you oh, think? Oh, that's a good idea. What do you think we're going to notice? Okay, I think we're going to sound subdued. I think we're going to sound like we are trying to be Ira Glass. Yes. Uh, and failing. I think we're going to sound like... No, I think we're going to sound pretty much just as good as Ira Glass. <laughs> and then we've gone downhill since then. Right. I think the, I think the show will be in five acts. And not like not like anyway, uh, Matthew. So I think that um, we're we're gonna sound subdued. I think that we're gonna sound. Um, I think that we're gonna laugh a lot less. I think we're gonna be reticent to laugh. Maybe I. You know what? Here's a prediction. I think there's gonna be a point in this episode where we both laugh at something, and our current selves are like, "What are we laughing at?" I don't even hear what the joke was. Yes. Okay. I think also that. Um, because because the standards of comedy have changed so much since then like now you know it's it's not funny anymore to tell to tell misogynistic jokes somehow and we're all very disappointed about this mm, are we huh <laughs> Okay, Matthew. Right, guys. I'll let, I'll let you walk this one back. Ugh. Anyway, is there anything that you feel like we're gonna discover about about fried eggs that we might have like forgotten or forgotten that we said? Oh, that's it. Well, okay. So I remember that we talked about snowy white bottom. We referred to them as snowy white bottom. I know bottoms. that's gonna happen. Because you said that you liked a snowy white bottom on a fried egg. Uh yes. And you know what? Well we we, we I mean I don't want to. I don't want to react to that until it happens. I, I okay. Yeah, I'll, in the I'll, actual I'll show, wait. I'll react to it when it happens because right. I have a thought already about okay. that. That that bit. I bet you do. Do we even call that a bit? Were we even doing bits? I don't know. I what were our bits like back then? Oh my! My bits hadn't had a child come out of them. Yeah, that's and my. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say about my bits. Okay, so should we listen? Yeah, we should listen. Are you ready? I don't know. I think this is going to be even worse than I'm expecting. Yeah, probably. Okay, go on. Okay, first, it seems like we we should have started already, right? The theme music is rolling way too long. Yeah, what were we waiting for? I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk. The show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today's show is about fried eggs. I'm really psyched about this topic. It's- no, you're oh, not. No, I'm not. I'm like, <laughs> you, I'm really you've never psyched sounded about less this. psyched about it. You sa- it sounds like I'm holding a gun to your head, like Molly. Why don't you come do a podcast do with know, me, whether you, you like it or not? Do you know what it also sounds like? It sounds like I'm trying not to move my lips very mm-hmm. much. Like we're, I don't know. Is there something wrong with my mouth? I think maybe for this episode, we thought it was going to be a ventriloquist podcast. <laughs> we were each holding a dummy, and and but we don't know how to do ventriloquism. I'm like I'm Matthew, and I'm Molly, and this I'm is. A do you know how to do ventriloquism? Have you ever I don't, tried it? I don't. But you know what? Have I told you about this woman in Oklahoma? I don't who, think um, so. Who, who I always think of. I remember having an interaction with her at a party when I was like a teenager and she was a grown up. My mother will know exactly who oh this is. Oh my God. I can't wait. I have and no she, idea where this is going. She smiled through the entire interaction so much so that it seemed like she was talking through her teeth. Okay. And I remember she was talking about her husband's Gucci loafers. <laughs> I know, of all things, right? And anyway, so for years now, I have privately, with my mother, also sort of like imitated this woman. I'm gonna let's I'm, hear it. I'm gonna change her husband's name mm-hmm. to uh, Joe. Joe. Okay. I'm gonna change. 
Oh my gosh, Joe and I just got back from Hawaii. He got some new Gucci loafers there. Oh, that's great. Anyway. Is Hawaii known as a good place to get loafers? I don't remember why she was talking about a trip to Hawaii and the Gucci loafers, but her like I don't know if her jaw was wired shut. I don't think it was. I think she was think smiling so yeah. much. Maybe Hi. maybe she had gotten like some sort of early Botox maybe type of thing. Yeah, maybe they were or still like a, working like a, out the kinks a facelift like a recent face i don't know what a facelift is really anyway it, it's it sounds like i was trying to talk like her i maybe just had the a, reason i remember it all these years later is maybe i'm secretly jealous of i just her. had a horrifying thought by so the way molly talk like her for years molly did a bunch of re- research for this episode <laughs> and i'm not totally sure why since i think mostly we're just going to be making fun of our old oh, episode sorry. i had written down that i was supposed to do research so i did research no, I really, I really appreciate the the lengths that you went to. They were long. I just, I just had a terrible thought, which is, what if some people listening to this hear our old episode and think, boy, like I wish things could still be like that, like. <laughs> I know. The, the show was so much better back then, back the in the good old days. That's the risk we're taking. Okay. I think, wait, I, can I make another prediction? I think we're going to yeah. find we don't talk over each other as much. Oh, that we we used to talk over each other not as much? because yes. Because we would just like wait patiently for someone to finish? I think we were more yeah. polite. Okay. I think probably we were before we became shock jocks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, could you just what, hit play again? Yeah. We're, well, I mean, we're 19 seconds into the episode. <laughs> By the way, the episode's 13 minutes long. I think we're going to try and do the whole thing. So at the current rate, I think we will finish by next week. Okay, go on. Is it weird to be psyched about fried eggs? Yes. Yeah, probably a little bit. But, you know, uh, I have to admit, I am too. I love a good fried egg. No, you're not. You know, the thing is, (laughs) if you really love the flavor of eggs, and if you've got a great egg that you're excited about, fry the thing. It's really the best way to showcase everything that's great about eggs. What? (laughs) What is that? What was I talking about? Do you agree? Uh, what made me even think about that? I think I thought that we were doing a food show. Right. I think I think because it was the fried egg episode, we had to be unnaturally enthusiastic about fried eggs. And yet also it sounds like we're on all <laughs> of the Valium. Okay. It played. feel that way about everything. If you want to showcase it, fry it. <laughs> oh, hilarious jokes. It's going to be our new motto, I think. But, you know, I don't know. Particularly eggs. Yes, but what makes something, what makes an egg great? I do have to say, we have stuck with the same motto since episode one. That's pretty impressive. It's it's very impressive, because why? (laughs) Well, you know, I think about the eggs that I've been getting at the farmer's market lately. Those yolks are so rich and so orange. The flavor is incredible. I know, I love how I when, you, like uh, when you put them in... I sound like I'm doing a bad Lynn Rosetto Casper <laughs> yeah, impersonation. Yeah, exactly. And who am I Ooh, trying to be? those eggs are so rich mm, and smooth. I, I, do I still sound that nasal? Uh, play it again. I'll tell and you. And to fry them, the yolk kind of sits up in the middle of the pan like, hello, I'm the yolk. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, get, I get my... All right, canceled. <laughs> We're canceled. We should not have done this. Um... <laughs> No, um, you okay. don't sound that nasal anymore. I think your voice has changed, or maybe it's just that you've relaxed. Mm-hmm. No, I, mean, I, I went through. I went through the the podcast the, puberty. Yeah, podcast. We, we've talked about this before, haven't we? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't. I went know. through. I went through puberty to like the Mitski album. You can hear there's an enormous amount of background noise in this episode <laughs> because uh, we we had a, like a cheap microphone and we could only afford one microphone, and so we were we were we put it in between us and we were we were each like two feet away from the microphone and sort of talking near it. Oh, this I is did true. not remember that. It's from Sweden. And, uh, 
Um, and uh, when you serve them up, they they uh, they look exactly like the moons over my hammy picture from the Denny's menu, but taste much better than that. Delicious. You know, and the other thing is that fried eggs are good on everything. Wait, they taste better than what? They taste better than the moons over my hammy picture, or they taste better than moons over my hammy? Because think... nothing tastes better than moons over my hammy. What are what am I talking about? I don't know. Hit play. That's true. <laughs> I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> but they're also good on food. They are. They're delicious on food. I um, I've been braising a lot of things lately since it's winter, and you know we got to occupy all of these hours of darkness here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, coincidentally, <laughs> ten years later, it's winter again. What have you been braising lately? <laughs> oh, Molly is defeated. Already, I cannot get, I, my voice is is terrible. Yeah, we have like 11 and a half minutes okay, just, left of this. And we just, have to do the whole thing because we're uh, in podcast jail. We're in just, podcast hell. Let's just keep it going. Braising a lot. And I really love a fried egg on braised cabbage or braised endive or Brussels sprouts. Me too. I read a study once that the average person thinks about braising 100 times a day. <laughs> I definitely do. Me too. That yeah. sounds wonderful. And I'm, I'm going to take that uh, in, the, in the same direction, um, some uh, southern-style braised greens, um, stewed greens, like mu- mustard greens, collard greens, cook them for a long time, uh, serve them up, put some ham in there uh, or some bacon, put a fried egg on top, and the yolk will melt right into the pot liquor oh, and make it awesome. incredibly thick, unctuous sauce. I don't make that. I never make that. I don't think I made that even then. I think I was trying to be fancy. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. It sounds good, but I don't know if I ever really made it. No, I'm just realizing that that my cooking has changed a lot. Like, I don't, like, I love this braised endive recipe from All About Braising, which we've talked yeah, about for sure. a million times. I think we talked about it on episode two, the braising episode, which we're going to be doing commentary on next week because for the next 420 no. episodes. <laughs> Just kidding. It's a recap. Anyway, anyway, but I, I, you know, now not only am I feeding a child, but I have a partner who has a very different palate from mine. And so I never do things like braised endive. Actually, braised cabbage I did recently. It went over really well. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love braised cabbage. Uh, Brussels sprouts always go over really well. But now I want to do that endive like just for myself. I want to make that thing that I lied and said I made. It sounds great. Good use of unctuous. Yes. You know, speaking of things that you cook for a long time and sort of braise and stew, one thing I want to be sure to mention is ratatouille. A a fried egg on top of ratatouille is a a thing of beauty. Have you made that recently? No. Have you ever made that? Yes. Okay. Um, In fact, like, both of my parents loved making ratatouille when I was a kid. Uh Like, And they had different ways of doing it. And anyway, so as a kid, I ate a lot of ratatouille with a fried egg on top. My kid would not eat ratatouille, like, ever. Yeah. It's got bell peppers in it. It's got eggplant in it. My spouse also wouldn't eat it, probably. It's got zucchini. My spouse doesn't really like zucchini. I am fine with ratatouille, but it's not not one of my favorite things. But maybe if if you fried an egg and put it on there, I would eat it. Great. I'm glad cool. we got to the bottom of this. Have you noticed how much how much lip clicking there is in this old episode? Like, I, this is something that producer Abby takes out now, but we did not have producer Abby back then. I edited the episodes, and I was not good at it. Uh, let me hear. Doesn't the DVD get all, like, greasy? <laughs> uh, moving right along. <laughs> hey, moving right along. Um, okay, so for... Do I say that now? Yeah. Still? Really? Absolutely. Uh, it's like a tick I don't know I Oh, have. it's great. But, really? but, like, it goes back to episode one. I had no idea. I still had no idea that I... I even say it no it's uh, like i feel uh, all of a sudden i feel like we are we are like archaeologists isn't that didn't you like major in archaeology or something anthropology anthropology <laughs> it's, same it's thing. different 
Forget this this European crap. Um, how about bibimbap? It's uh, the the Korean rice bowl dish. You got a bowl of rice, some wonderful uh, pickled and spicy and uh, otherwise um, deliciously prepared vegetables, and some marinated beef, and a fried egg right in the middle of the bowl. And you stir everything together and eat it with a spoon. It's brilliant. I want some right now. Me too. We did a bibimbap episode. I don't Sometime. hear. I didn't hear any lip clicking. No, there. no, you're right. As soon as I pointed it out, you stopped doing it. Okay. All right. Go on. Um, another thing you can do. Uh, have you ever had a fried egg on a burger? No. It sounds. It sounds like it would be completely okay. It is completely over the top, but uh, it's wonderful. You don't need any other kind of sauce on there. It's beautiful. Would you? Would you do it on a cheeseburger? Do you think that you know that it would be great? Because I'm a cheeseburger kind of person. I'm a cheeseburger kind of person there. too. There. Right there. I think we've we've uncovered. Abby, Abby edits those out. Yes. Oh wow! I didn't even know they were missing. <laughs> Sneaky. They've, yeah, they've gone missing. We're we're looking for them everywhere. <laughs> somewhere somewhere in my dining room, which is now your dining room, like a whole there's a secret of stash lip of, clicking. of lip clicks. That would be wonderful. Okay. Good. Good. You know, the other thing I want to mention. What you can hear so much like um so many like mouth, tish, mouth tissues sounds. smacking yeah, against each like, other. All of in the my tissues mouth. are on display, <laughs> audiically. Is fried eggs are great on salad. We don't only have to put them on hot things, you know. That's true. Um, so I was thinking actually, <laughs> I of never a do that. Salad like um, a <laughs> salad lyonnaise. Absolutely. But, I mean, not. that's usually a poached egg, right? Yeah, yeah. I never do this. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, this is something that I would that I will eat with gusto if it's served in a restaurant, but I'm not making it at home. No. Gusto. Um, mm-hmm. Which is a really mustardy vinaigrette, <laughs> frise, um, and usually ham or bacon. You can throw a fried egg on top, and uh, and the egg yolk would be fantastic. Now, doesn't that usually have a poached egg? Matthew. I'm still that guy, but I hate that guy. Okay, go on, go on. I like to do it at home with a fried egg. <laughs> me, too, me too, actually, because I'm kind of scared of poaching eggs. Maybe that'll be a, a, another episode. Okay. Oh, spoiler alert, it was. <laughs> we'll bookmark get over, that Get one. over, yep, my fear of, of poaching. <laughs> Poorly timed okay, stinger. Okay, that sounds great. Is there anything that wouldn't be improved by putting a fried egg on top? Oh, for sure. I mean, really, it, it's sad, but there are things. And the what? first one I'm thinking of is uh, pancakes. Yes. What? This is like a weird, this weird like stunt portion of the show. Uh, we never wait. talk about stuff like this anymore. Like, what wouldn't you do with a Friday? Well, you know, we we also never do anymore, which I think may be coming up, and I'm just now remembering is remember how we used to have a cooking segment yeah, in let, every episode. Let's okay. cut to that part. Here we oh, go. Oh, we're, we're not going to cut. Okay, that, that would break our contract with the listener. We said we were going to torture everyone with this entire episode, and God damn it, we will. I really don't oh, think fried on. eggs should be anywhere near anything sweet. That's true. I guess I, I'll admit that's kind of gross, but people are doing it all over America. I know, and it's it's a, it's a tragedy. People, you're on notice. <laughs> oh my God, you're still uh, doing that on steak. You see that done? I like the the way the yolk pools around the edge of the steak and mixes with the steak juices. That's just too rich for me, yeah. and I like rich. What? Stuff. Yeah, that's intense. I think I still feel that way. But would you like refuse it if if it were handed to you? Yes, if someone on the street, if I was walking down the street and someone came up to me and handed me a steak with a with an egg with a broken yolk like oozing over it, I would say, "What is happening? Like, am I on a am I getting punked?" Uh, okay, just answer the question. Would I refuse it? No. But but that's so. I can't believe you even brought that up. I would totally eat the. I don't even know what I'm talking. Is this a thing people do? I think so. I think it's like a, it, it, don't they do it at Denny's? Don't they offer it like? 
like a steak with a fried egg on top? I mean, maybe. We're, we're going to be oh, going. Oh, God, I'm going to be talking about it later. It's part of the research I did. Oh, okay, great. Okay. You know, another thing I'm thinking would be really bad with a fried egg is uh, a slice of cake. I think that's an atrocity. Yeah. What was yeah. this segment? How about uh, spaghetti marinara with a fried egg on top? You know, I'm thinking that might not work. Oh, it sign me up. Good. I would do that. Yeah, that, that sounds like it probably would be good. Um, I think I was about to say that I've actually done it. I tried frying an egg in a, a skillet of marinara sauce. I had some leftover marinara and thought it'd make an easy dinner. And it just wasn't right. The marinara has all this, you know, bite and, and acidity to it from the tomatoes. And it just sort of covers up the yolk. Hmm. I sound like I was being euthanized hmm. as I said that sentence. <laughs> like, I just sound so subdued yeah. and so controlled. I wonder what was the point at which we became the show and the people that we now are. You should write a book about that. You're good at, like, self-interrogation. Uh, oh, yeah. This sounds fascinating. Uh-huh. I can't wait to get started. The fixed pods. I have a bad idea. A mug of beer with a fried egg dropped in it. <laughs> Although head bartenders are calling it the dunker. I am feeling queasy just <laughs> okay. thinking of That's it. pretty funny. So that uh, sounds like a great time to get in the kitchen and make some lunch. Fantastic. Um, how about some kimchi fried rice? I've got some homemade kimchi, some leftover rice. We'll uh, fry it up with some bacon and uh, put a couple of fried eggs on top. What do you think? What is not to love? All Let's right. do it. Let's do it. Oh, my God. So uh, I still stand behind kimchi fried rice, obviously. We're going to make it again today, but we're not going to do a cooking segment. I'm I'm stalling as long as possible because I'm terrified of what this cooking segment is going to sound like. (laughs) I think it's going to be all sizzling, maybe. Your thoughts. You. This is making me very tired. Well, it's it's okay. We're we're not halfway done. Oh, gosh. Okay. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. So, the eggs that we're using today... Oh, my God. It's even worse than I expected. (laughs) Okay. (sighs) Are uh, are from Kilsita Farms here in Washington State. Um, I think Kilsita mostly grows, or mostly raises goats. Thrilling. These are goat eggs. No, these are chicken (laughs) eggs, actually. Goat eggs, I think. Um, Very difficult to fry. Um, I believe I believe the biological term for a goat egg is a zygote. Yes, yes. Hmm. Uh, that's a fertilized goat egg. Yeah, you're right. That's different. That's different. Um, it sounds like I might be like we might be cracking eggs, or maybe just like sort of bumping into things and slapping each other. <laughs> Perhaps um, I don't know uh, an early stage blastula. <laughs> anyway. Oh man, this is this is gonna be a blastula. <laughs> 
Oh, oh Matthew. <laughs> anyway, but Quilcita also grows great or raises great chickens uh, and good eggs. I don't even remember yes, buying having eggs access to such good eggs these days. You don't remember some eggs that buying some eggs that you bought <laughs> ten years ago? No, but I don't even remember the name of. The, I don't remember this farm at all. I wonder if it still exists. I don't I know. I mean, bad. we you, you think we put them out of business? We, Pro- we probably. Were... I mean, this cooking segment sounds so bad. I'm pretty sure everybody was like, we're going to blame it on the eggs. Yeah, that's probably and... true. The, all with all the crackling noises is yeah. probably just. Yeah. Um, although for some reason at, uh, at our farmer's market, everybody ran out of eggs like three weeks ago and haven't they haven't had any since. Well, I was just asking somebody about that the other day, actually, <laughs> why it is that not only it's harder to get eggs at the farmer's market in the winter, but they're so much more expensive. I don't know if you've noticed that. It sort of sounds like we're on fire. <laughs> this is like just a raging inferno. <laughs> and and we're, just, we're that wanna... dog in the cartoon that says, <laughs> says, like, this is fine. Like, we're just going to keep podcasting. Like, and, and I just want to clarify that when you say we're on fire, you mean actually and not, oh, like, right, right, right. not like metaphorically, like that we're coming up with all kinds of zingers. No, but like the further we get into this, the more I'm like hearing myself is still sounding the same as as me from 10 years ago, and I don't like it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, go on. Um, apparently chickens lay fewer eggs in the winter. Um, and so just, you know, there's less supply. Can, so, can we, like, whip them or something? Well, <sighs> maybe we could. I, we should try it. Okay. I, I'll call up the guy at Colcita, ask him if he's tried whipping his chickens. Yeah. I mean, you should call him up and see if his farm's still in business. <laughs> Because I think I think the whole like happy farm animals thing is over, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's had its day. <laughs> I just went along with all your jokes then. Uh-huh. So are we gonna cook these eggs two at a time? Um, I was gonna put all four in there. Okay. <gasps> I, I remember this part. Oh no! Because um, that way the whites don't have a chance to spread way all over the place. Okay. Well, I hold the mic down. Wait a I, minute. I, I guess my theory is you like. Cooked four eggs all at once and you were saying the whites don't have a chance to spread all over they just spread into each other but i think the idea was that i mean like you don't want to use a pan that's too big for the number of eggs you're cooking because the whites can spread too much because there isn't anything to to i don't see there being any problem with white spreading you you want a you want a, a thick white yeah, I guess I want a thick white. Yeah, okay. well, I guess it. I, think I don't that has know. More to do with the freshness of your eggs. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Okay, I've learned nothing in ten years. That's what we've learned. I do remember though that you cracked all four eggs into one skillet, and that I, I like actively don't like doing that because I want the egg when it's on the plate to have like that irregular shape that it took in the pan. Oh, I don't want it to have this weird so you... like straight edge from being cut off from the other egg that it was fused to. So you like spread spread whites and I like contained whites. Yes. Okay. I'm like near the frying pan we'll put the eggs in. Now the way they're not going to make that much noise the way I do it. Um, <laughs> what's not going to make that much noise? The eggs. The eggs? The frying. Let's pretend this. I was wrong. They make that much noise. <laughs> the frying noise is the fried egg. Okay. What? <laughs> Uh, so we've just been sitting here. Oh, thank some God. Fried rice with a fried egg on top, and it was totally fantastic. Thank well, thank you. you. Thank you. Um, and I was noticing that when you were frying your eggs, that you cooked them pretty gently so that the they still had kind of a snowy white bottom as opposed to a frizzled brown bottom. There it is. Okay. I remember I thought this part of the episode was so funny and like so so risky. Yeah, so like, ribald. Yeah, that we were ma- that we were making I always thought that word was pronounced ribald. I have I, no idea. 
I don't know. I I I don't know. Listeners, please tell us. I I'm basing my pronunciation. I realize on there was a Saturday Night Live bit in the '90s called Tales of Ribaldry that I think was hosted by Mike Myers. Oh well, you may be right. But, oh, look, but that I just doesn't. But just, even if it is ribaldry, and I'm not even sure of that, that doesn't mean it's ribald. The more I, I say it, the dumber it sounds. I remember thinking that this joke was really not like risque, but I remember thinking like when we launched this episode and when we launched the podcast, yeah. I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, people are totally going to see my real sense of humor. <laughs> they're going to see your which butt, is, which is they're going to see my snowy white bottom, right. which is um, much um, more juvenile and oh, like um, stupid and dirty then uh, then, then you my came writing, off on your blog. Then my writing is. And so I just remember thinking that like this quote then, unquote yeah. joke about the snowy white bottom <laughs> was indicative of my like dirty sense of humor. That's true. Yeah, no, and ironically I didn't I didn't actually see your snowy white bottom until years later. Sorry, there's nothing funny about those terms. <laughs> well, I mean the reason I do that way is because uh, one day I Googled snowy white bottom on Google Images and just I liked what came up. Um no, um the, uh, the the even more embarrassing true reason is that uh, one time I read a food writer, and I don't even remember who it was, who was very strident about a, a fried egg must always be uh, perfectly white on the bottom, and that's the only true fried egg. And I don't really believe that, but at the same time, I somehow kind of internalized it and made the snowy white bottom my bottom of choice. <laughs> Um, I don't feel this way anymore at all. I wonder, as I'm listening to this, I wonder, was the writer John Thorne? Um, I think it was not. Okay. So I think it was... Because uh, this sounds like like uh, like a John Thorne assertion. So I think it may have been in a John Thorne piece talking about a different writer and John Thorne disagreed. Because I don't think John Thorne feels that way about... Eggs. About eggs. Okay. Um, yeah, so you don't feel this way anymore. No, I mean, I still, depending on the context, like I still like a snowy white bottom, but I will now, I think, more often like crank up the heat and get some get some color and some crispness. Do you, did you like the snowy white bottom because of the texture or the flavor or like the absence of something that is in crispy eggs? The texture, I think, the way, the way like the whole egg kind of like can e be easily teased apart. Yes, that's true. With a, with a, but who cares? Yeah, I, I really don't give anything yeah, about that. You don't, you don't give a fig. Wow. Um, <laughs> that's how edgy we've gotten. We're willing to say things like, <laughs> don't give a fig. <laughs> well, you know, bottoms aside, was it John Thorne who, by any chance, <gasps> it, it might have been? Oh, oh no! A piece by John Thorne about toast, and it's made it so that, that I can was... never enjoy toast again. And then oh we did a toast god. episode and talked a lot about that. Oh my god, Matthew, I am truly—I'm the same person on the inside. Yeah, we—we've gotten nowhere. So in many life other things in... about my life have changed, but on the inside, I'm still thinking of that toast article by John Thorne. What have we actually accomplished? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Because I'm always analyzing it, going, would John Thorne think this toast was good enough? It's very, it, John Thorne, man. Whatever, whatever it is that he said about toast, don't tell me, because I don't, I don't want toast to be ruined for me either. <laughs> well, I have to say, I like my fried eggs with a frizzled brown, you know, sort of lacy edge to them. Mm -hmm. But I kind of think that it's maybe because that's just sort of the way I learned to cook them. I, I, I kind of agree with you. I like them both ways. Yeah. Let's Google up lacy edge and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, let's do. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. 
The problem I have when I make fried eggs is I get nervous that the white just around the base of the yolk might not be all the way cooked. Me too. Wait, me too. <laughs> well, this is... Wait. <laughs> Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> we we've got a couple of special guests on the episode. <laughs> this week. It's, it's us. We've traveled through times, times, and we're <laughs> sitting in the studio, which now belongs to Molly. But which Molly? Uh, <laughs> I'm so confused, and I, I love it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know which one I am anymore. <laughs> wait, 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 yes. wait, wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. What was I even reacting to? Oh, yes. I'm still afraid that the, like, it's so hard with fried eggs to find the balance. You want the white to be fully cooked. (laughs) Nobody likes, somebody likes a runny white, but it's not us. Okay. Well, you know, I'm probably about to say this on on the old episode, but I have two thoughts in relationship to this. Number one, do you usually go over easy or sunny side up? I usually go sunny side up, but I I definitely don't mind an over easy. I'm afraid of breaking the yolk when I go over easy. I, I go over easy pretty much every time because I have such an aversion to runny white. Yeah. And going over easy really helps with that. Yeah, for the sure. The other thing is, and my mother always does and this. And going over easy is a sex position, it right? It is. It is. Did I tell you that um, <laughs> Ash and I have this... Okay, th- this episode needs to be marked not safe for June. NSFJ. Yeah. Please. Ash and I have a like a lesbian sex book. Okay. That is... It's... Uh, I mean, I, I think it's basically like porn for straight men it's got like a lot of pictures okay. of very attractive women i don't i don't think men are gonna buy a book oh <laughs> frankly <laughs> you're right but anyway it has like 50 different like sex positions many of which are just slight variations on the other are like, some of them like impossible some of them are straight up impossible yeah. and one of them okay. which i'll let you imagine is called my favorite handbag Oh no! It's terrible. <laughs> and I joke about it all the time. I mean, anyway, I, I don't want to like. Oh no! Like in like in the yuck, someone's yum sort of name, sort of way. The name. The, the, name. the yeah. name. No, it's it's cool if you're into the act, right? Whatever. Of but yeah. Anyway, but over easy, I think was is probably the name of a position in this book because they're all like catchy names. Like I think there's yeah, even one called course. like Peach Melba or something like that. Yeah. What, or what other dessert names would work? Like. Um, Bananas Foster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> remember, was it was it like on a banana episode where we made Bananas Foster and it was delicious? And then I, I never, I made it once again and then forgot and went back to not ever thinking about Bananas Foster until now. Okay. Anyway, uh, let, let's let's go. Oh, but anyway, what wait. I, oh, don't, 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 wait. What okay, go ahead. Is that my mother's way? Of making sure that the whites are cooked. What? (laughs) (laughs) Making sure that the whites are cooked. Okay. Can this episode also be marked "Not Safe for Molly's Mom"? (laughs) NSFMM. Anyway, um, my mom's way of making sure that the whites are properly cooked is to put a few drops of water in the pan and then yeah. quickly put a lid over it, so you kind of steam the top of the egg. I, I always cook my fried eggs lid on. But oh. I, I don't necessarily put the water in because there's I, there's usually I feel like enough water in the egg white uh, that's, to get I, the job done. I am done. like mouth clicking it up now. It's fine. Abby's going to take them all out. Uh, but anyway, uh, you always cook your fried eggs lid on. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, I never think to do that. Is your lid glass? Is it clear? Um, I do have a glass lid, but it's not. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> the answer I, is no. <laughs> I was wondering if you felt more inclined to do it because you had a glass lid and you could see the cooking process. Uh, and like know how they were doing because I no, like, I, I can just sort of feel it. 
Uh, that's how I feel about cooking, about blanching green beans. Yeah. Like, I can just feel it. Like, yeah. I, I don't need to, like, you know, uh, taste one or whatever. Do you think, do you think like, the Instant Pot has improved your, your sense of no. when something is done? The Instant because- Pot has totally disoriented me. Anyway, okay, back to the episode. Okay, I just realized something. Wait, when we do when we do this again in uh, ten years from now, are we going to be listening back to this episode that we're taping now and doing commentary on that? It's because gonna be I like think, the Russian doll of, of a podcast. Because I can see into our future, and we're going to look back on. We're going to listen to that uh, bananas Foster joke and be like, that wasn't funny. Yeah. And runny yolk is a beautiful thing, but runny white is really snotty and disgusting and can totally ruin dinner. What, what do you do to make sure that the white is all we cooked go. before you serve the sunny side up egg? I kind of poke around on the egg with my finger. Now, this is not a very I do? glamorous method. I do that. I don't do that. <laughs> go on. Um, <laughs> is, there a, is there a chapter in that book called Poke Around on the Egg with My Finger? <laughs> Because <laughs> really have to get in there for that. It's not the egg is not as hot as you would think. So I've never burned myself doing it. But you know, just beware. Uh, I I've never done my this. Finger and my middle finger. And when what? the egg looks like it's about done to me, when the white looks opaque and and the yolk still looks you know bright and runny, I just touch around the yolk with my finger just to make sure that there's not a lot of jiggling under my finger. <laughs> I do not do or, this. I think. Where did I even get this I idea? Don't know. If I've done it, I've done it maybe once. Maybe it was in a John Thorne book. I think I haven't done it for like ten years. If I've ever done it. Mm-hmm. Why do you laugh when I say jiggle? I, that is your mind. No reason. Oh God. Um, anyway, I make sure that there's not a lot of jiggling or that it doesn't feel too slippery or gelatinous under my finger. Okay, well let me ask you a follow-up question. If you touch it and it is still jiggly and gelatinous, isn't that really gross? And doesn't it make you want to like? get a new finger. Yeah. Oh, you've made that joke yeah, so, so many times. times. I really think that, uh, you know, uh, if there was like a top 10 list of like nasty stuff, I think that... <laughs> okay, top 10 list of nasty stuff. <laughs> Go, number one. <laughs> uh, other people's dogs poop. Yep. Number two, any dog's poop. Number three... Other people's children's poop. Yeah. Num- number four, uh, when a kid has a runny nose and it's oh, like, like it's congealed into, into like like various different fluids, like sort of yes. like setting up like a custard on their face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and number number five, r- runny, runny, runny eggs bits. Runny um, white. Top five is good enough. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. We didn't even get the top five. We did the top five to ten. <laughs> okay. Well, just use your imagination. Okay. I thought we were starting at one. White would definitely be, I don't know, at least number two. Yeah, and it's also a terrible name for a rapper. Runny White. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would yeah, probably the, still the, say I, that. I have to admit, a couple of weeks ago, I accidentally served Lori, my wife, a, uh, a fried egg that had a little snotty strand of Runny White. and I- That's that's uh, wife of the show, Lori, is her name now, <laughs> for, anyone, for anyone following along. So embarrassed when she held this up on her fork in an what admonishing shame. way. What shame. Wow. By the way, I still remember that. You do? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I think I have served to myself and my loved ones plenty of eggs that were, that had a little bit of runny white and that, that we all got over. <sighs> not me. Well, how do, you, uh, how do you make sure that your white's not going to be runny? Well, I sort of uh, use a spatula the same way you use your finger and kind of uh, pull... Pull at the edge of the of, of the yolk um, uh, without breaking the yolk, of course, but pull the uh, pull the white back a little bit until it doesn't kind of move around so much, and I can tell that it's cooked. Pause. Sometimes I 
Okay, hold on. So yeah. you don't like to do your eggs over easy because you're afraid of breaking the yolk. Now, what you're talking about doing with a spatula is so dangerous. Far more likely to break the yolk. Oh yeah, but that's because I live on the edge. If there's one thing we've learned since from between this episode, I mean episode one and now, it's that I'm a dangerous man, right? Why don't you just keep playing it? That I uh, I decide to go over easy at the last second um, and uh, and just flip the eggs for five seconds and make sure that it's cooked that way. Yeah, it's like taking out a little additional insurance policy. Exactly. Yeah. It is like that. Yeah. I would buy that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I make when I don't know what else to eat? What? A fried egg sandwich. I fry an egg. I toast a couple of pieces of bread. I put on a little grated cheese and some hot sauce, and uh, I would I would eat that for any meal. I, I still do that, but I'm more likely to do it with an English muffin or a hamburger bun because I like it that it's round. I never think to do that. Oh, it's so good. And do you, so I know some people when they make an egg sandwich uh, or when they fry an egg for an egg sandwich, they intentionally break the yolk while they're cooking it so that the yolk kind of spreads and coats the white. Okay. Do you do that or do you keep your yolk intact? So I keep my yolk intact, but this is a little gross. Sometimes I will, I will keep my yolk intact, but... I will like squeeze the sandwich over the sink a little bit so a little bit of yolk runs out. I would think you would want to squeeze it over a plate and then, you know, kind of mop Dip up the, the yolk yeah. with the with the bread. I don't, I don't like seeing like the just a pool of just yolk on my plate. I love that you're so particular about I know. so many things. This is almost over. Oh, thank God. I wonder did we do outtakes back then? I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll find, find out. out. That sounds delicious. You know, I when I make a fried egg sandwich, well, I don't even know even know if you can call it a sandwich because I make it open face. I feel like, how do you keep the yolk? How do you make sure the yolk spreads out evenly between those two oh, pieces no. of bread? If <laughs> you get some bites that are yolkless, I, I get some bites that are yolkless, and I get some some yolk running down my finger, but it's okay. Now, when you say yours is open face, do you have so you mean just like a piece of toast with a fried egg sitting on top of it? That is what I mean. Yeah. And do you yeah. eat it? Do you eat it with a fork? No, I would actually pick it up and eat it. However, I would keep a fork on hand to stab it and smear the yolk strategically around. Yes. I'm very careful with my egg yolk. I yes. Really, I, I want. I want to distribute it evenly over this, the white. You have a, uh, Amen. Thank you, Molly, of ten years ago. Yep. I, I I co-sign. We were just babies. We were babies. Dumb, dumb babies. It's so interesting. Like the places where we talked about. Hold on. Actually, let's wait to sum up. Okay. Fork on hand right now in case you need to stab something. (laughs) I always do. (laughs) I'm going to be careful what I say from here on out. (laughs) Spoiler alert. I wasn't. Well, Molly, I got to go. I'm going to cook up a whole bunch of fried eggs and go around and put them on everything in sight and just see what works. Oh, God. We, 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 we clearly wrote that thinking it was a funny bit, right? Well, in the beginning, we said that fried eggs are good on everything. Right. And you made the joke about them being on you. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, and now you've got me curious. I think I'm going to go get some beer and put a fried egg in it. Ugh. Thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show that makes you apparently never want to cook anything again. Visit us on our website at SpilledMilkPodcast.com, where you can find this week's recipe for kimchi fried rice. I'm Matthew Amsterberg. By the way, like all the old recipes kind of got dumped off the website <laughs> and you can't find them anymore, so sorry. And I'm Molly Weisenberg. Well, the first thing that I'm thinking of since it's winter is um, braises. I think we should all be sort of braising. 
<laughs> I think we should all be bracing our brains. <laughs> I, I, I like. I, I love that that Beach Boys classic um, phrase in USA. What? <laughs> no. Anyway. Although they do kind of play the hell out of it this time of year. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, wait a minute. This outtake. Okay. All right. Um, this outtake actually sounds like us now. It kind of does, yeah. Yeah. That sounded Weird. more like us. Well, yeah, that's that's like that's the part we thought we weren't going to use and so we could sort of be ourselves. Yeah. As as opposed to, you know, smiling while we talked, talking through gritted teeth, talking, talking about, through talking, dummies, talking about Gucci loafers. What's the, what if you were a ventriloquist, what would the name of your dummy be? What's the name of the usual ventriloquist dummy? Wait, is there a is there no, like, a like the usual one? guy you picture? Um, oh, Charlie McCarthy. Is that it? Like Edgar kind of Bergen's a, kind of a puppet, creep, creepy face. Yeah, yeah, Charlie. I think, yeah, yeah, I think mine would be named Doug. <laughs> perfect, <laughs> isn't it? It's perfect. <laughs> and I would use Doug to say like all the things that like 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 my it would, Doug would just be my id talking. Have I told you? I, th- I think I told you about one night um, when I was writing the first draft of of my book. Yeah, that'll be out in May, mm-hmm. um, which you can pre-order now. Oh, anyway, uh, I was telling Ash that I, I needed to change someone's name in it, but I was trying to think of the right name for them. And, and like, because you know when you can like really tell that a name has been changed. Oh, for sure. Or like, you know, if the person's real name were Steve, and I changed their name to Butterfly or something <laughs> in the book. You know. <laughs> anyway, so Ash and I, we we were like getting into bed, and we were talking about this, like what I should change this person's name to. Butter Steve. And so we decided that what I should do is just change like one letter in their name. And, okay, and so, that's good. So then we made this huge list of what happens to s- different names if you change just one letter in them. Okay, give me one good one. So, uh, Rucky. <laughs> so oh, that's get, Ducky. No. Only. <laughs> Ricky. Or... Um, <laughs> but it's also Ducky from uh, from Pretty in Pink. Or Whoppy. Instead of Wally. Oh, so so you're changing both instances of a letter. Yes. So what can we do for mine? Yours, I think, would be Mather. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty okay. good. Oh my God, what are other ones? Oh, Barry became Burry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or Batty. Um, uh, certain ones like Bob or Bill became pretty funny. Um, I'm trying to remember what Bill became. Bob just became became Lowell. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Do you want to talk about any of the things that you researched here? Because because we're already like forty minutes in. Okay. The one thing I do want to say is just to return to the idea of uh, fried egg on top of steak. Oh right, right, right. So in Portugal and Brazil, okay. uh, well, so this is served I think in a, in a lot of uh, like Latin American, Central American, and well, in general, I think Spanish speaking countries. It's served in Spain as well, Portugal, uh, which is not Spanish speaking. I get it. <laughs> Don't, don't. That is something we've learned. Don't at me, as the kids say. Yeah, that, yeah, anyway, the kids. <clears throat> all right, in Portugal and Brazil. Don't TikTok me. So basically Portuguese speaking places. A runny egg served on top of a steak uh, is called bife a cavalo or horse riding steak. 
Okay. And lots of other places, uh, mostly Spanish speaking that I saw, refer to eggs atop things as riding eggs. Yeah, that makes sense. I When I was in Venezuela many years ago, um, there, there was a, the place I went for breakfast um, was called Doña Arepota. And uh, I know I've talked about this on the show before. Uh, that's my that's my catchphrase. Um, <laughs> that uh, that the thing I would always get for breakfast was was uh, huevos al caballo. Mm, so, yeah, yeah. And what were they on top of? Um, they were on top of like some some spiced braised meat and and uh, arepas. Oh, really God, good. That sounds fantastic. Okay. You you asked on here. Is it true that uh, medamayaki, which is fried egg in in Japanese, means cooked eyeball? The answer is yes. Wow, or like fried that's, eyeball. That's gruesome. But I mean, it's just it's just the appearance of the egg. Well, and I guess it fits with the fact that in many cultures, fried eggs are called bullseyes. Okay, I I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I saw it first listed. So if you go to the Wikipedia page for fried egg, uh, the one of the first countries where they talk about you know regional uses of fried eggs, one of the first countries listed is the Czech Republic. Okay, um, and and there they uh, you know their their word for a fried egg prepared sunny side up is a bullseye. And as I read down through like other regional uses of fried eggs, I saw this phrase bullseye come up many okay. times. That makes sense. My mom called it a bullseye. Like a like a it's not toad in the hole that's something else but like yes. when you when you crack an egg into a you cut a circle out of a piece of toast and you and you crack an egg into it and cook the egg egg in, in a blanket is that is that a blanket mm, that's what Wikipedia called it and I was I like don't, that I don't I've think never so. heard of that I call that toad in the hole yeah no I, but toad in the, in the hole, hole is like when you make one in the hole it's something in a hole hole in one it's a hole in one congratulations Molly on getting a hole in one thank you <laughs> your first your first time out here on the links what do you win. You win. My favorite handbag. <laughs> you win your favorite Gucci handbag. <laughs> I can't wait to go to Hawaii. You, yeah. All right. Uh, can we be done maybe forever? God, not forever. No, Matthew, no, no. We'll be back. We'll be today. back next week with a with another exciting episode. Next week is cheese plate. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Because right. this because we because we did episodes out of order because we forgot it was our tenth anniversary. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot your our, our anniversary. Is this our paper anniversary? I am in the doghouse. No, that's one. Oh. I think ten is aluminum. Oh. Is that is that right? I, I can't no remember if that's a joke I was going to make or if I looked it up and it actually said that. But who cares? Hmm. I, so so basically, so I got you a can. Uh, so hold on, hold yeah, on, yeah, <clears throat> hold on. So uh, obviously, you can find our show at spilledmilkpodcast.com, uh, where we don't have the kimchi fried rice recipe. F- I mean, printed we could from post before, it so again, we'll we'll repost it. I it's, think maybe we. It was also it. on my blog. It's also on your blog, and we probably linked to it on the kimchi episode. Okay. Also, probably as you're hearing this, our website is in some sort of severe flux. Yeah, we're we're having to make some some changes. Yeah, so you might not be able to find anything on our website, and for that, we sincerely apologize. But you can find us on Facebook. At- <laughs> that was the least sincere sounding. Since sincerely apologized, like that was like politician level shit, right? No, there. it's like when I said that I was really excited about doing that. It, it Friday sounded like episode. that. Uh, okay, so you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash spilled milk podcast, and on Instagram at spilled milk podcast. Our uh, producer, aren't you glad we hired one? Is Abby Circatella. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. The show that, uh, what were the names of some of those things from the book? Uh, the over-easy, the... the well, some of them we invented. Yeah, that's true. The Toad in the Hole, the God, that had to be one of them. Oh, The Toad in the Hole, <laughs> the, the show that, that's going like a toad into your ear hole. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm Molly Weisenberg. Again, we are gonna we're gonna look back at that next week and be like, why did we think that was funny? I'm Matthew Amster Burton. <laughs> Oh, thanks for those mixed nuts. They really fixed me up. It's those fixed those fixed nuts. Those fixed nuts. I love new, that book. Yeah, it's new. <laughs> Wait, what book is that? It's the sequel to the fixed stars. Oh, okay. The fixed nuts. Mm-hmm. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find?